Hi there, welcome to Sum It Up. My name is Blake Reed Evans, and I am inviting you to join me on a journey to discover new ways to promote happiness both in the salon and spa industry and in our lives. Summit Up is the new podcast presented by Summit Salon Business Center. Summit provides education, training, and consulting services to independent salons, cosmetology schools, and independent stylists. A little about me. I joined this industry 11 years ago because of the sense of connection that is at the root of everything that we do. That's also why I'm stoked to be starting this podcast. When I entered this industry, I started as a student at Summit Salon Academy. Then I moved on to become an associate at Sherrard Salons in Tampa, Florida. So today, my business card will tell you that I'm a shareholder and salon owner, an associate educator, global Redken artist, social media coach for Summit Salon Business Center. And listen, I know I have my fingers in a lot of pies and like a typical stylist, I can't focus on just one thing. I'm interested in origin stories pivotal moments in someone's career, and day-to-day techniques to grow in business. I'm excited to talk to salon owners, renowned educators, social media experts, industry icons, front desk staff, spa therapists, and many others inside of our world. We are not only about dollars and cents here. From my perspective, personal development is often more important. We will also be inviting relationship coaches, boundary coaches, and other wellness professionals to the show. At the end of the day, I'm a stylist and salon owner who is all about learning, growing, and passing it on. So let's get into it. For this episode, our first, I decided to kick things off with one of the people I most look up to in our industry, my mentor and business partner, Joanne Powers. I interviewed Joanne at my alma mater, Summit Salon Academy here in Tampa, where she is CEO. And it's a busy place. You'll hear some of the cosmetology students in the background. I'm here with Joanne Powers. Joanne Powers is a mentor, a business partner, friend. Um, I've known her my entire career, and we'll jump into that a little bit. Joanne Powers is a powerhouse in the industry. She is a founder of She Art Salons a founder and um, owner at Summit Salon Academy in Tampa, a hairdresser for many years behind the chair, knows what it takes to build a successful business, and has totally hit a vocational part in her career for most of her career to grow not only our salon company, Sheer Art, but also growing the beauty industry as a whole. Um, does amazing things with the Beauty Industry Council within Florida to help fight for our rights as um, service providers within the beauty industry. So with all of that, (laughs) I am so excited to welcome you, Joanne, to our show. (laughs) Well, thank you, Blake. That was an incredible introduction. I hope I can live up to all the expectations today. What made you join the beauty industry? So, of course, that's a loaded question. As a young 20-year-old, you're looking to see, you know, what am I going to do with my life? And you're going to college and trying to figure it all out. And actually, I was probably in the right place at the right time because I was working in a salon uh, in Columbia, Missouri, a college town with three universities there. And I was fortunate enough to work with two Redken artists uh, in a high-end salon. And I was trying to establish residency to move on to college. And in that process, I started looking at all of the hairdressers and how smart they were. 
They not only had to take their craft and uh, their artistry and learn that well, they had to speak intelligently, especially with a you know, town full of professors and students asking a lot of questions. And they were very into education because uh, they sent me uh, as a front desk uh, person. I was doing their retail, their books daily, and they did send me to classes in St. Louis and Kansas City. And I started learning mm. about trichology and uh, retail. And at the end of the year, they basically said, you know, you have a good rapport with people. And I went, I do? You're 20 years old and you're, <laughs> you, you take that as a great compliment. And uh, they said, what do you think about going to cosmetology school? And I thought, well, what's 10 months out of my life? And I've never turned back. I love that. And I just think that it's cool that you kind of fell into it. Um, I relate to that, too, because when I started, I was like in university and I wanted to take a gap semester. And my mom said, no, <laughs> I said, I'll go to hair school. <laughs> What's 10 months? What's 10 months? <laughs> I love it. Um, so during that time frame um, and you joined school, like what was life like for you personally during that time frame? So once I went to school and I came back, actually, one of the stipulations that I had to come back and work for their company, for their salon company, uh, which I did. I loved it uh, for the next four years. And I just really focused hard on training and education and learning um, all of the pieces that I didn't feel comfortable with in the academy that I attended because at that time you were lucky if you saw a couple of guests mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you did a lot of you know mannequin work so I spent the next five years focusing on nothing but education and becoming a very strong colorist and hair designer and so you you moved to different parts of the country too at that time right so um, how was that process for you like because we we have a lot of people listening that might be moving um, across the country. And this is, you know, pre-social media when you were doing this. So what were some like stuff that you did then that would help grow your business? So, yes, I lived in Columbia, Columbia, Missouri for four years. And then I lived in Colorado. I felt like it made me more well-rounded. I think I felt like when I was in Columbia, there was 1500 hours that you had to complete. Mm. And when I moved to Colorado, they had reciprocity with no state. They said, you have to go back to school and take our state board exam. So <laughs> I went back to school, took their state board exam. And I feel like when I moved back to Florida, which is my hometown, Tampa, that I was way ahead of the game, that I felt that uh, just by providing myself with more education, it was a, a better plan for me because when I came to Florida, I became a top colorist in every salon I was in. I, be mm. I was doing... Uh, foil highlighting, which back then, that was really a big deal. Yeah. Um, so I was always the queen of highlighting in every salon that I went in. So that was kind of fun and exciting. Yeah. So and then you landed back in Tampa. And then um, you decided that you wanted to open up your first salon. Um, so what, like, what was life like behind the chair? Right before you decided to open it up? And then what led you to deciding to open up the salon? So yes, life behind the chair, still enjoying my craft and uh, trying to um, connect with as many people as I could, because they always say, you know, connect with people that are smarter than you, mm -hmm. people that are better at the craft than you. So I was really working hard in that aspect. And the salon owner that I was working for sold the salon. Mm. I had uh, four children. Um, from the ages of five to 12 years old at the time. But I always enjoyed being a working mom and I never wanted to give up, mm -hmm. you know, what I love to do. 
450 square feet down the road from my house, I found this little spot and I started the uh, first salon as the founder of Sheer Art Salon with two people. We worked very hard and people were showing up at our door saying, hey, we heard about you guys and we heard, you know, you guys are really good at, at hair. And we started growing the business uh, basically from hair to skin and nails. Uh, we started adding more services. Uh, we started obviously providing more systems. I was looking all over actually in the United States and out of the United States for better systems so I could come back and teach our staff so we could grow our own. And uh, we did that for about 12 years at that location, mm -hmm. but we broke down walls like almost every couple of years because we grew to 23 employees there. And after a 12 year period, we moved to what we saw, we call a a location, which was, is still today uh, on Del Mabry. And uh, we started to grow even more because we then had 50 employees and a very large 5,000 square foot salon. Mm -hmm. Uh, which w served us well for a while until one day um, they decided that they needed to knock down our building. So we had to, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to move on the other side, which, you know, sometimes challenges happen, but it really um, became a good one for us in the end, even though it was very hard to hear that uh, that day. But we did uh, move around the corner. We learned through the downturn of the economy that bigger isn't better because mm -hmm. we had 5,000 square feet, 2,000 for spa, 3,000 for hair, and we decided that 3,000 for hair was good, and we just cut our spa down in half, and our, our actual, actually our expenses were cut in half. So we made a really good business move, obviously together with the Summit. Mm -hmm. uh, today we have two salons, uh, one in the North Tampa and one in South Tampa, and uh, an academy. But I think the cool part of that story as well is that as we grew in 2006, um, well, prior to that, we joined Summit in 2003 mm -hmm. and uh, provided, obviously, their amazing systems that are tried and true. And we grew exponentially during that time. Uh, and then we took on our first shareholders in 2006. And now we have a second generation of shareholders that we took on in 2019. So, yeah, there's a lot in that story because it's 35 years long. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we feel fortunate that we made it through all those crazy economic times. Well, and it's like that story is what made me pick Sheer Art over every salon that I interviewed in Tampa. I attended Summit Salon Academy as a student um, and I interviewed everywhere like i mean everywhere people were calling me and i was calling them and i was trying to figure out where i wanted to go and then i heard bits of that story and then when i interviewed and you know and i my mom told me to ask this question in the interview how long is you know a lot of these people been working there a lot of salons can have a lot of turnover so just find out and when i went there and they're like oh so and so's worked here for 20 years and 15 years and nine years and you know you hear all of those things i was like okay that sounds stable and at 19 with a baby, I was like, okay, stability sounds good. <laughs> um, so that's how that ended up happening. And I just love, I love that part of our, our story uh, at Sheer Art. When you did this, and just mind you, if you, she skipped over that part really quickly, but she had four kids from five to 12 <laughs> and opening up a business. And I think that that's huge. Um, and so you, obviously the company grew quickly, 
knocking down walls, move locations, Mm -hmm. sometimes forced to move locations (laughs) in the same plaza. Um, But you went, you know, rolled with the punches. And I I really admire that. I think it's just, it's incredible. Um, So during the time of joining the summit, um, you also opened up a business that was separate from the salon, uh, which is founding uh, the Academy. So um, what made you open up the school? Because that's not something that I think a lot of people know that they can do, um, let alone have the guts and the courage to go for it. I actually truly started in 2003 when we went to Summit in Minneapolis. We heard about the buzzword in town that, you know, this amazing system that you have to go and check it out. Mm -hmm. And um, we did. And at the end of our week, when everyone is trying to figure out, oh, my goodness, these systems are amazing. Why didn't I think of that? And there was a plan within a plan. And I turned to my daughter, Heather Bagby, and I said, I want a second salon and I want a school. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think for the first time, I think we felt strong about we can go back and do this. And Mm -hmm. it was just an exciting time to really think in those terms. Now, Um, We didn't do that immediately. Obviously, when we got back, we had a lot to do within our own salon company to Mm -hmm. get these systems under our belt. And I always feel very fortunate that, you know, the difference with Summit was that we came back with a consultant that came with us on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And after a year into that program, uh, we met with another salon company in town. We were the two largest salon companies in Hillsborough County. And Summit decided that it would be really good for these two salon owners to meet and Mm. that they should open this Summit Salon Academy. And it was amazing because we had a lot of the same beliefs. We came together to open this academy. But in the beginning is all I could think about and is all we talked about was we need to raise the bar. Mm -hmm. We need to take cosmetology to a higher level of education. That was really um, the foremost piece that we knew we had to make a difference because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could have slowed down and maybe started to retire at that time or look towards that. Mm-hmm. Instead, I sped up because we wanted to give back. We, it was time in our career to go from, you know, which we felt that we had gone from career to vocation by offering a lot of educational programs within our salon company, mm-hmm. but to really give back. Mm-hmm. is to uh, open a school to be able to raise the bar. And another thing that we had found uh, very quickly after we opened the school was that we were able to really make a difference by our point of difference, which was our business plan. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about it and you open a school, you want to have strong technical skills, mm-hmm. you want to have strong communication, and you want to have a strong business plan. Mm-hmm. And some it provided two-thirds of that Mm -hmm. communication in the business plan. So we really were able to use that as a tool in our admissions, talking a lot about we have a strong technical skills, and we're very proud of that Mm -hmm. because we provide more than passing that state board. We make sure that we we provide advanced classes. We have a very strong, robust curriculum. Uh, But to provide a strong business plan that the students can start getting to know with over the top and so many resources and tools from the first week of school, Mm -hmm. you know, now you're producing really great beauty professionals out in the world. And that, to me, doesn't get better than that. 
Yeah, and I, I remember when I was interviewing schools, I went to the big three here in um, the Tampa area, and all of them offered great technical skill, but only one said, this is how much money you could make coming out of the industry, and that was this one. Um, so I just love, it's true. I mean, I, and I'm a product of this. And it's cool because now you can t take a look around our Tampa area, and if you just do a Google of like, summit salons in tampa or or student just find out students who have attended here like the tampa area is better for it what was something that was surprising about opening the school that you thought would be easier well i was told that um opening a school was easier than running a salon <laughs> so let me laugh real hard <laughs> Because um, it is similar, obviously, because of the salon area floor and your clinic uh, floor for your spa department. However, <laughs> there is so much more to it mm -hmm. because you have, what, which was, I felt, probably more difficult part of it was learning the administrative side of it. Because you have admissions mm -hmm. and financial aid and with that comes licensing with your state and also accreditation and then you apply for the United States Department of Education so yeah. you can provide financial aid but it's an exciting time it's an exciting time because you're learning so much more and this is the only way that we could give back is to really get the administrative part of it under your belt so yeah that was a difficult part I think in the beginning but I highly recommend it for any salon owner that wants to give back uh, to their community and to the beauty industry to open a school and uh, contact a summit because they have a division now just for schools. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, if you could go back and give yourself advice in the first couple of years of opening up the school, um, what would it be now? If I could go back and give myself some advice, I would stay very strong in focusing on my staff. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, we focused a lot on the guest. And I believe that anything that went wrong, we were following the guests around and, you know, trying to make sure everything was okay and, you know, not supporting your staff through mm -hmm. any kind of an issue that, that falls uh, during your day or, you know, during your time with your staff. It's really important to make sure that they know that they're supported. Mm -hmm. It's really important that um, we make sure that we develop a very strong culture of team synergy and give them some really strong educational training programs. Mm. Because if we do that and make sure that as owners that your guest is your staff mm -hmm. <laughs> so that they can in turn have your guest be treated at the highest level I, I love that you say that too, because I think that that can ring true just for any salon owner too, is just like, not just schools, but like your staff, your, your team is everything. So your team first, and then in turn, the guests will have a great experience. That's right. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces I've learned as a new shareholder and salon owner within Shirar is like, okay, we got to focus on the team, the team, the team, mm -hmm. we're focusing on the team, everything else will be better. Because I, I go into a lot of salons and they're not they're not team first they are client or guest first mm -hmm. and you can see how their team doesn't respect them as much you can see how they have some sort of like resentment or animosity towards the owner where they they might be in a really successful company but that relationship is lacking. 
Coming up after the break, launching and growing a successful beauty school. Your front desk team sets the tone for your guest experience in your salon. Ready, Set, Front Desk is a summit online workshop to help front desk staff build confidence, upgrade their luxury language, and gain consistency as a team. Visit summitsalon.com and click on full calendar to learn more about this online workshop and many, many more. Diving more into like the um, logistics of the school, like what is your role now and like what does that look like? Like what do you do for the school? How much time out of your week does it take? Sure. I mean, when we first opened the school, I always say pretty much uh, I was chief cook and bottle washer. I don't know how else to explain that (laughs) because you have to do all facets, right? Yeah. So, yes, I was doing doing the financials. I was doing the admissions. I was the director of education and trying to do the hiring and so forth. But as you grow, which is a beautiful thing, um, which, by the way, when we opened the school, we only had 10 students in the house Mm -hmm. because we weren't allowed to advertise in the beginning. And by the end of the first year, until we had our license, which wow. came like a week before we opened, <laughs> and uh, by the end of the year, we had 88 students in the house. So at that point, then the dynamics changes, right? So then I was able to hire uh, an admissions person. Mm-hmm. So then my, my role changed a little bit then. Uh, I became the school director. And I actually just recently um, announced a new school director. So I am CEO, still overseeing, uh, and I do come here every day. Uh, if It may not be all day, but I do show up here every day so the students know that I'll be here mm-hmm. if they need me for any particular reason. They like to share something fun and exciting and something successful that they did, which I love to hear about, or if they just you know need help mm-hmm. to resolve a, a, a challenge. Yeah. Well, I remember many of those times coming into this office, trying to talk to you. Well, and at the end of the day, you're providing a service to, you know, for these students to learn and grow. So I love that you keep your door open. Um, And it's just cool to hear the evolution of um, your role. And I think that 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 is not only true for schools, but also salon owners as well. If you grow your salon in the right direction, you can, your job can evolve over time. That's right. That's right. And Blake was our president of the student council. (laughs) He's quite entertaining, could talk off the cuff to anyone. It was awesome to watch him grow. It's so funny to hear you say that, because my mom has said that about me my entire life. I would be three and, like, chatting up people at the doctor's office. Um, So I had to become a hairstylist. I just needed a a minute to figure it out for myself, I guess. (laughs) You you needed an avenue to chat up as much as you could. So with all of that, like, who is someone that you would consider a mentor or someone that you look up into the industry right now and um and why well through the years i guess i could say that i've had uh, many mentors through the Mm -hmm. industry i think that when i was which i did by the way um work behind the chair for 27 years and at that time i would probably you know talk about all of the famous design artists and uh, famous colorists that i just really enjoyed uh, soaking up all that amazing education and training that they offered. Um, as far as a mentor now in the schools, I think Summit. I think Summit provides a lot of mentorship. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of the fact that we're, we are part of something bigger, of industry leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Peter Mahoney and Randy Kunkel and uh, Michael Cole, who has done amazing things. And Heather Bagby, I mean, when they walk in the room, they 
really do raise the bar of professionalism. And I feel that that company has provided so much mentorship for salon owners and a school owner like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, and I love that one of your mentors is one of your children. (laughs) And I think that that's incredible. And uh, for everyone listening, uh, Heather Bagby is her daughter. But I think it's cool. And I think that it's it's amazing how um, that can happen. Absolutely. The best compliment a parent can ever get. (laughs) So um, it goes without saying that you do so much and that you're continuing to work and you're growing this incredible you know, empire within, within our industry, what, what does work-life balance mean to you? And like, what, what have you done over the years to make sure that you do have some sense of balance? Like, you know, personally, I don't know if I believe fully in a true balance. I believe that sometimes you have to give to one thing and the other thing has to take a back seat and vice versa. Um, but also there can be slight balance in, in your week to week. Um, so what is that? What is that? Work-life like, balance. Yeah. Wow, that's always a big one, especially for a salon owner yeah. or any any on owner <laughs> of any business. Work-life balance. Um, I have to say, I do have a mentor for work-life balance, and that's my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband, Mike Powers, has always um, been able to balance work, family, exercise, mm-hmm. and uh, his spirituality. And I really watched that closely. I was really impressed by that uh, when I married him. And I tried to carry that true throughout my life. Now, I can't say, I don't know if any of us can do it perfectly every day. It's almost no impossible. Way. But yeah. we try to be very present when we're, when we're with the family and try to make sure that we plan, you know, extra beautiful things. We try to make sure that, yes, we go to church. And yes, you know, that's, those things are important to us. Work, we, we work a lot. I'm a baby boomer and I am a workaholic, I will tell you, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I yeah. always tell my daughter, Heather Bagby, I'm so sorry you got the curse, but you do. Yeah. <laughs> and now her daughter has it. So I guess we're passing it down, but yeah. Yeah. I, well, I love hearing that. And that's one of the biggest things I've learned from both of you, uh, you and Heather, is like just making time for family. And like if that means planning your vacation a year ahead of time, mm-hmm. 100% it means it. And that's the only way now, like even personally, that I can even take the time I take with my family is literally a whole sometimes 18 months ahead of time (laughs) planning it sometimes it's not even i don't know what we're doing i just know that we're doing something (laughs) so what does happiness mean to you well you know you asked me about work-life balance and i think that's that's happiness for me Mm -hmm. when when the days that i can have that Mm -hmm. (laughs) it brings probably the most happiness but i do feel that um if you love deep mm-hmm. in your heart, it brings a lot of happiness. I think if you make uh, beautiful memories with your with your staff, you know, on a work level or with your family, that brings a lot of happiness. Mm-hmm. And my husband celebrated a big birthday recently, and I brought in a photographer and took some amazing photographs. And we have this beautiful book of memories mm-hmm. that they're all enjoying. So those things make me happy to see, you know. My children happy, my staff happy. I think that's fulfilling for me. Yeah, I, I love that. I think it's it's cool to think about being able to balance it all and have a, an amazing business, but also more importantly than anything, like having that family foundation and putting that um, as a priority. After a break, the most common misconception about Joanne Powers. 
we're excited to announce Summit Salon Business Center is now offering free shipping on all products and educational resources. We've got t-shirts, face masks, planners, digital courses, and much more. Go to summitsalon.com slash store. I would say probably the most common uh, misconceptions about me is that um, because I'm so nice, <laughs> sometimes people think that they can get away with more. Totally. But one of my <laughs> best compliments I've ever received, and it might have been by you, I can't remember, <laughs> was that Joanne is really nice, but don't cross the line. Totally. So as a, yeah. um, a strong woman in business, you really have to learn how to obviously, you know, control yourself when things are getting a little bit crazy and and, uh, you want to be able to react a little different, stay calm, but uh, never take your guard down. Your strength Mm -hmm. is very important to make sure that they know that. Yeah, and I've I've definitely have learned that from you. It's like st- you, there are times where you have to stand your ground, and you sometimes have to say it strongly because otherwise people won't listen. Um, but all things can be said nicely. That's right. Um, no matter what it is, even no matter how mad you may be, or you know, I mean, can, I mean, imagine everyone listening. Like, we're knocking down your salon. You have to go somewhere else. Like <laughs> moments like that in your career, yeah. <laughs> where you know you got to stand your stand your ground, and I think that the, that's. Awesome. Yes. Presentation is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you, Joanne. I just want to take a second to recognize you. Thank you for being an incredible um, mentor and role model for me in my life. I met Joanne literally my entry point in this industry and um, have continued to work for her and work with her. Um, and it's been incredible. So thank you for who you are in this industry. Um, the impact that you have on people's lives is incredible. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for inviting me. It was an absolute pleasure. So for everyone that wants to like learn more about the Academy, um, how can they find you? Well, that's easy. You could probably find me in a lot of different areas, but if you go to our website, uh, we have the Summit Salon Academy Tampa Mm -hmm. website, um, and we are at 4802 Gun Highway in Tampa, Florida, if you're looking for that. Uh, But yeah, once you find our website, you'll find us all. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. And uh, like Joanne was saying earlier, um, Summit does have a school division. So if you're like, I'm kind of thinking about doing this, like give Summit a ring and get a consult and see if it's something uh, that you're open to. And of course, you can always just come to our school and see it. <laughs> That's right. Anytime. And now it's time to sum it up with three key takeaways from my conversation with Joanne. First, if you're looking for a beauty school or massage school for that matter, try to find one that teaches business skills. Personally, it actually gave me the foundation to be able to grow a six-figure business as a stylist. It also simply just gave me the communication skills necessary at 18 years old to be able to grow a business like that. Second, I want to highlight that advice from Joanne to her younger self as a salon owner, focus on your staff. Developing a team mindset provides your stylists and associates with education. It may seem counterintuitive to focus on the team first rather than the clients, but it really does pay off and our guests will notice the difference. Finally, my favorite one, which is that you can be nice without being a pushover. I love that quote, 
Joanne is really nice, but don't cross the line is what she considers one of her biggest compliments. Don't let being nice get in the way of saying what needs to be said, but at the end of the day, all things can be said nicely. Sum It Up is produced by Andrea Moraskin with editorial support from Tim Fisk. I'm Blake Reed Evans. If you gained something from this episode, please share it with someone and pass on the learning. We would be honored if you took a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more people. If you're looking for more opportunities to grow and connect, visit us at summitsalon.com, join our Facebook group, which is called Summit Salon Community, or follow us on Instagram at Summit Salon. Now, you and I can always connect on Instagram at Blake Reed Evans. My DMs are always open. On the next episode of Summit Up, stylist Laura Frazier moves from New Jersey to Charleston, South Carolina without knowing a soul. We discuss how she leveraged social media in unexpected ways to build a full book and eventually open a busy salon in the middle of a pandemic. Thank you so much for listening. Check this feed every two weeks for more ways to promote happiness and living your best life in the beauty industry. Be well.